everybody. Welcome to the one in five again. This week we have a special guest. My name's Abel Baker. I'm super happy to be here with you. Yes, my name is kind of a sentence. I'm with my uh, friend and co-host Adam Renshaw, and we have a mutual friend and guest, Holly Miner. So I want to welcome you. Please feel free to engage if you want to uh, write something in the comments anytime. We can get back to you. If you have any questions for Holly, we can get those to her, and we're hoping she's going to be a regular guest. Uh, so we got a lot to learn about it. Adam, do you have any any thoughts or something you want to say as we get going? Sure. So um, how this all came about actually was my family and I, we went and rode our bikes uh, actually, Jen and I ran, and the kids rode their bikes while we were running. And then when we finished, we finished at the fairgrounds, and there was this big obstacle course type thing set up. And we had known a little bit about it, so we had the kids do it, and we videoed it. Let and me then guess, was Holly? Were you creating more obstacles for people? <laughs> <laughs> no, that one I can't take any credit for. <laughs> yeah, Kristen Mark was the one who who yes. set that up, which was Very really cool. sweet for my kids. But, anyways, so so when we were done, we went over to the extension office, and we're able to. I, I'm actually just going to leave the story right there because I'm sure you'll fill in some of that stuff later. But sure. Um, Holly, welcome. And I wanted to have you tell us about the extension office. I said, when we were done, we went over to the extension office. And right. so tell us what is extension. Okay. Um, it's the MSU extension, Bighorn County. Mm -hmm. And what is, what does it do? How long have you been there? Okay. Holly, can I say that we've just recently read a book called How to Create Tension in a Podcast <laughs> Setting. And Adam, you just did it. Yeah. You just created a story. I was waiting to hear the end of it. And then you said, you know what? We'll get back Stay to Stay tuned yeah. to the end yes. of the episode. Yes. It's like and the rest then of you'll the hear story, the rest right? of the That's story. MSU extension style. That's right. So, <laughs> so go ahead. I, I, I wanted to interrupt. I didn't. I think I should say I didn't want to, but obviously that would. Tell us, tell us about the extension. And sure. So um, Montana State University is a land-grant university. Um, when the university system was formed, uh, extension became a part of that through the Smith-Lever Act. And um, it is an extension of the university. So we are tasked with providing educational um, opportunities for people that are research-based. So all of our um, information that we provide is scientifically proven to be true. My, my mask is fogging up a little bit. I haven't figured out how to scientifically correct that mm. yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's um, been a big conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we are the outreach of the university system. So we provide uh, educational programs that are research-based. We provide the um, constituents in the county, the information that is learned or gained through the university system. So um, there are educators on campus, there are researchers on campus, and that research, we provide that, we bring that out. It all started in the 1900s. Um, you might think of, you might remember the Boys and Girls Clubs, mm -hmm. or the Boys Corn Club, or the Girls Canning Clubs. Mm -mm. Nope. So those are how it started over 100 years ago. Um, I think Montana... I'm going to get in trouble here. I think Montana had 100 years in 2008. Okay. So we are well over 100 years of extension in Montana. Um, 
I have been with uh, MSU Extension in Bighorn County for three years now. I just had my anniversary, the first of June. Woohoo! Awesome. So, yeah, so I'm excited to be here and glad to be here. Um, I really feel like the people here are great to work with. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity to, to do neat things in the community, and um, we provide all sorts of different things. So in Bighorn County, there are two agents. Uh, Molly Masters is the ag agent. And myself, I do family and consumer science things. And so Molly does things like helping producers with um, livestock. She helps with grazing schools and identifying weeds and taking soil samples and helps with pest control and those kinds of things. Um, she's also working with master gardeners in horticulture. Cool. So there's there's the, that aspect of it as well. Um, I do things with related families. So... Um, a lot of physical activity kinds of things, uh, strong um, people, strength training program is one that I started when I first came here, and I started with maybe about 15 people, and now there's well over 50 people in that program. Wow. So it's it's been a really great program. Um, the that's one of the main things that I that I've worked with here in Bighorn County. Um, as extension agents, we are able to select or identify the needs in the county. So we see what the needs are, and then we provide programs related to those needs. Okay, terrific. So um, I really felt like there was a need for physical activity, and and obviously there was, because it's grown tremendously. Um, I now have a lady, uh, Judy Nelson, who leads one of those classes. So she went and was trained to be a certified instructor, and so she's leading one of those classes, and she has a great rapport with the people, and. She's, she is just an awesome, awesome volunteer to come in and do that, and, and that allows me to be able to do other things. So some of the other things that I work on are— Real quick, can I just say, yeah. what, what are some of the things that happen in that class? In that class? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> do, you not, do you know? Or? No, yes, okay. absolutely. <laughs> you want to do a routine? I want to get too much <laughs> in the weeds, but just maybe like a high-level overview yeah. of, of some of those so, things that involve the physical activity portion. Okay. So in the strong people strength training classes, we, we do a lot of exercises that work on leg muscles. We work on core muscles, and we do a lot of things with our arms. So there's about eight to ten exercises. There's a warm-up, and then there's a cool-down. So anytime before you exercise, you always want to have a warm-up. So you want to warm your body up so that it doesn't you're not pulling muscles or stretching muscles mm -hmm. that you don't want to injure yourself. So we do a little warm-up first, and then we start doing things with our legs. So we'll do um, chair stands. So you sit in a chair, you cross your arms over your chest, and you stand up, and you sit down. And you make sure that you have the correct form in doing that so it's not so easy as just standing up and sitting down. But we go through the form and how to correctly do the exercises so that there's no injuries that occur. Terrific. Most of the people that are in the class are um, over 55. Okay. I was just going to ask, who's the target of yep. this? Okay. So it is, it is uh, people that are over, uh, over 50 um, is the target. We welcome anybody, though, okay. because we know that there are uh, people that need physical activity, and this is a great way to get it. The other part of this program that's really, really important is the social aspect of it. Okay. These um, people come together and they, you, 
the secretaries in the in the front office they just die laughing listening to them laugh so okay. it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> to, awesome. to listen to the um the conversations and they tell jokes to each other and they just have a really good time so it builds strength but it also builds community actually okay. yes wow. excellent excellent awesome. point yes so you were saying that frees you up to do to do other things. To do other so, things. But let me go back. Okay. Let me share sure. some more of the exercise. So we do okay. bicep curls. We do overhead presses. We do um, uh, standing side leg raises. So we like, mm -hmm. raise our legs out to the side. Hip work, yep. yep. So this isn't jazzercise. So I mean, this, this is like strongman and this, stuff. Yes. I just we want you to know, Abel sports. does this stuff all the time. Yeah. He's laying there in the back of the office, and, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, you know? I know that it doesn't look like it. I look like the Michelin man, but um, <laughs> often you'll find me lifting in five places. Well, that's good. So we use, we use bar, um, hand weights and we use ankle weights. So when we're doing Terrific. the leg exercises, like we do a, a, a knee raise where we're sitting in the chair, we have ankle weights on our, on our legs. That's perfect. That's great. And uh, we raise our legs up in the, up in the air um, so that they're perpendicular to the floor or parallel with the floor. Get my math quotations right here. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's another exercise that we do. Okay. Some of the people don't use any weights at all, depending on what their strength level is or where they're at. So we really stress that you do the activities related to where you are. Sure. Um, it's not a competition between the group. Everybody has their own weights. That's exactly why. Good thing Abel's not there. Yeah, because, you know, I've turned it into a competition. <laughs> he would frequently be saying, it's, faster! It's hard, Adam. Harder! Nobody can see us smiling. <laughs> Out of behind like, the mask, I know. How do they know if we're joking? Or, you know? But yeah, no. that's, really, that's, that's, that's really cool. And I think the hardest mm -hmm. thing is, I think that there are some, like, barriers to people understanding that that's... But you're involved with these things. That's why we wanted you here a little as a guest a little bit more so people can get involved. I, I, I'm wondering, what are some activities or, or services you provide or are engaged with the community where you, you've noticed that maybe a certain group didn't know that this was here? And what would you say to them? Like, what, what's an activity that maybe would surprise somebody that you guys are doing other than this? Um, for people to be involved in? Um, so there's there's a lot of things that I do on the family consumer side. Okay. Physical activity is just one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, right now with the social distancing, we have a walk with ease program going on so people can sign up for that. They can walk on their own. Um, there's a book that they can come into the office and get and follow and then they record their minutes that they walk. So they're still getting physical activity. We can't um, with the restrictions with the age, because this group is the strong people, strength training is targeted towards older people, they're in that risk group. So we yeah. can't meet with them right now, but um, they could definitely be involved in the Walk With Ease program. And again, that's a program you do on your own at your own pace. Awesome. So I love the lifting aspect because um, the, the only proven way to create bone density in older age is, is resistance, heavy resistance. It's weight-bearing exercise. Weight-bearing exercise. Mm -hmm. so, to, so to know that um, we yeah. have that in our town is, is really, yeah. that's great. And, and somebody there that can, can remind you to use the correct form. Mm -hmm. You know, because so you don't you, pull. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We want to make sure that everybody's safe and so no injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're trying to make people stronger, not um, damage them. 
by doing things incorrectly. So we want to make sure that we're following that. So that's one of the programs that I do. What, uh, another thing that I do that I started out right away um, is working with food preservation. And um, this year especially, I think food preservation is going to be really important. Uh, a lot more people are planting gardens, and they're outside doing things in their yards and, and things like that and um, growing their own food. And so what happens when you grow too much food? What do you do with that food? How mm -hmm. do you preserve that food so that you can use it later on mm -hmm. um, in the wintertime? And so uh, actually Saturday, I'm having a food preservation class in the office. Um, it will be a social distanced class. We will all be away from each other. Um, but we will be making some jam or jelly. Sweet. Great. Yes, it will be sweet. Learning how to pressure. Very it. sweet. Oh, <laughs> nice. She caught it. She see what you guys just did there. Yep. Okay. That's People part of the smiling and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so so that will be this Saturday. So food preservation is one thing. What I, time? Uh, call the office to pre-register. Okay. And and I'll have all limit. the numbers up on on the screen okay. for everybody at the Great. end. Okay. Yeah, there there will be a limit as to the number of people because we do need to continue to social distance. So, okay. um, and each person will walk away with a jar of preserves. Awesome the the that they themselves have made. Yeah. Or that you I think it's going to be made more for them. Okay. Yeah, because of the social okay. distance. It'll thing still that, be fun though. Right. They'll still have. It'll still have the hands on. Well, they'll get to see the process actually take place. It won't be just a lecture where you're sitting in front of. Somebody listening to them drone on and on. Nice. Yeah. It'll, <laughs> sure. It'll, it'll be uh, so they can see. Um, <laughs> I do want to plug really quickly uh, pressure canner testing. So that is something that should be done every year. Your, your pressure canner should be tested um, to, if it is a dial gauge canner. So if it has a little dial on it with the little numbers mm -hmm. that go around, those need to be tested every year. Um, you want to make sure. That, that went way over me. No. For, I, I you hope what, you guys know. First time I learned how to can meat. First well. time I learned how to can meat. The whole time I had thought about two things. Two things. Two. Um, Am I going to die of botulism? And because is this going to blow up in my and face? Is this going to blow up? And <laughs> I'll be all over my house. You know, I was worried. So I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, so as long as you are using USDA tested and proven to be safe recipes and you are doing the process correctly, that eliminates your first fear of botulism. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you know. You have to have confidence in yourself. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> Hey, yeah. You know. So, so you know, using um, using tested recipes that are proven to be safe, mm. USDA tested recipes. Um, grandma's pickle recipe may taste the best, be the best pickle recipe you've ever had, but put it as a refrigerator pickle and there use it go. within a few days. Um, unless it is a tested recipe, it should not be used for canning. Um, so that's. That's that process. The other process is as long as you're watching that little gauge mm -hmm. and you're staying right there when you pressure can, you really need to stay right there and watch the whole time. It brought a lot of comfort after we went through it a couple times. I was yeah. like, okay, you know, nothing crazy is going to happen. I'm really surprised at the insight you have into this, but I'm also, there's much respect for you oh, yeah, as well. So, Well, I um, tell you what, our oven broke. So these Sure. Older friends taught us how because we we got a deer that was in the rut and they said, Hey, let's just can it and you can have um you can have the meat and it will take the the toughness out of it. It was an older deer. Mm -hmm. 
And it did. It took the yeah. toughness out, the gamey taste, and it was salt. But after I learned it, our oven broke down at Thanksgiving time. So we put a turkey in pressure cooker, frozen, and like threw onions and stuff in it. And it was done in like 20 minutes. No way. And it was the ugliest turkey, but the best turkey I ever had. So that was a period of my life where I was getting in touch with like my Martha Stewart. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So just so you know, there's a difference between a pressure cooker and a pressure canner. Ooh. This was One definitely a pressure it. canner that I did it in. <laughs> I probably, oh. It's okay. It's okay to do it that way, but you can't use a pressure cooker to can in. So mm. doing a canner. But you can to do a in, canner to cook in. It works. That's oh. fine. There so you go. You did it the right you way. You did it the right way. And oh. you avoided botulism. Everybody, that's so, right. I did it the right way. I just want to make sure that you all know that. Yeah. <laughs> so what else, Holly? What, what are some of the other things? So one of the programs that um, Extension is, is really known for, and probably most people um, can associate or have heard of this program before, is 4-H. 4-H. I was wondering if we yep. were going to get to this. Yeah. So Good. 4-H is a part of the university system. It is part of MSU Extension. Um, that's where those boys and girls clubs began. So 4-H was the original educational component of that. Um, the university had all this agriculture knowledge that they wanted to get out to the farmers, but the farmers didn't want to listen to them. Be, mm. They didn't want to be told how to do things. So they taught it to their children. Okay. And the children came back and applied it in the gardens and the yards and Oh. And worked with the, the fathers to um, apply the information. And then they saw how successful it was. So, you know, how it is word of mouth. Once one person does it and it works really well, then everybody yeah. gets on the bandwagon. So yeah, that's kind of, yep. So that's how, that's how that all started was through the 4-H program. Only it was called Boys and Girls Clubs. Okay. Boys and, wow. and Canning Clubs and stuff And like what that. are the 4-Hs? Oh. Oh, let's guess. Horticulture, <laughs> um, helplessness. No. <laughs> no? no, herbivores. No. No. Oh, um, man, I thought for sure. Herbivores. So, so oh, the reason why I ask. Some we, kids the reason why I ask. Oh, I know because they would not be. Home. I grew up in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what 4-H was until I moved to Montana when I was well. I moved to Montana when I was 17, but I still didn't know what 4-H yeah. was until I actually married someone who had been in 4-H, in 4-H. before. Mm-hmm. And I just recently <laughs> found out that there's actually four H's. Yes. There's, and they, each one is a word. So That's we're dying and to they, know. And it stands for like hands, heart, help. No? No. Okay. So look it up. <laughs> The 4-H representative from the extension office can't tell you what the 4-H's stand for. Oh. That's okay. You go no, look at we, it. We, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I thought you were going to make it a test for them. Oh, okay. They, Let's do okay. that. Let's if do that. Say what it is, then. In the comments, the first one to say what the 4-H's are in the comments. Yes. Gets you receive to my Gratitude. There we go. That's your gift. And you're allowed to pat yourself on the back. <laughs> yeah. So Just like you, that. So you had you had two of them, right? Hands. Hands and heart. Heart. So it actually starts out, I pledge my head to clearer thinking, my heart to greater loyalty, my hands to larger service, 
and my health to better living mm. for my club, my community, my country, and my world. She's got it, guys. <laughs> yes. That grief I was giving her earlier was unfounded. And the 4-H motto is to make the best better. So we already know that 4-H kids are the best, right? So we're making them better. We're making our youth better. That's cool. I think the whole um, be a part of the change you want to see yeah. messages in there. You know, I like that. Yeah. So one of the things that I get to do, and I'm so excited about this and so appreciative um, to be able to do this part of the 4-H program, is I have been working with the 4-H ambassadors. Okay. And so the ambassadors are just like an ambassador would be for any organization. They are the people that speak about the organization. They promote it. Um, they're kind of the, the people that you go to when you have a question. I'd love to have them come on the show and, yeah, and visit with you that. guys. Love that. For sure. Um, we have five ambassadors this year, which is awesome. Um, they are Nicole Green, Courtney Effelman, Cora Wood, Porter Riggler, and Sarah Wolf. Oh, and I'm losing three of them this year as Seniors. we graduate. Yes. So, yes, I'm sad to see them go because yeah. they have been. Cora and Nicole um, were the first two that started that I started working with, and then Courtney joined the next year. Mm. And they have been awesome. I, anytime I need anything, I can call on those, those three. And then um, Porter and Sarah have been extremely good as well with helping with anything that needs to be done. That's so, awesome. You might have seen every month in the newspaper, in the briefs, there is a picture of a business. We call it the business of the month. Mm. And so they go around to different businesses in the community and they do a, a little trophy plaque kind of thing that sits up on their counter and they give them a certificate and there's a banner that they can display in their window or put up on the outside of their building that calls them the... Bighorn County 4-H Ambassadors Business of the Month. Awesome. And so we recognize those businesses that have promoted 4-H or been supportive of 4-H through their donations and through their support of the livestock sale and all the different activities that go on. And, and um, that program was not created by me. That was created by those, four, those ambassadors. Awesome. So, you know, they come up with an idea they implement the idea. It is their thing. I am just there to guide and direct and support them. And so all the projects that we do are theirs. Another one that you might be familiar with is the um, Veterans Appreciation Day Valentine's Pancake mm. Dinner. Mm. It's usually held around Valentine's Day, and we love our veterans. And so yeah. they came up with that idea. They wanted to um, celebrate the veterans and, uh, and let them know that they're appreciated. And then um, the veterans all get to eat for free. Awesome. And then the rest of the money is donated towards the ambassadors to use to do some of the other activities that they do. Um, so part of the reason why we created the one in five is because I'm not aware of some of these things. And... A, a lot of that is my sources of media or intake is is in a different place. And um, we wanted to, yeah. to, to really just show off the great things that are going on in our community. Mm -hmm. Especially um, when they're related to the health of the, the community. Of, yeah. yeah. The, these, these great aspects of, you know, what it means to be a human, what it means to be community. Um, I know that Adam has a couple 
things to ask, but I, I know we have to wrap up our time oh. here soon too. It goes by really quick, but <laughs> if you have any questions for Holly, um, before we kind of bring this to an end, if you have any questions for Holly, please write those in and we'll make sure she gets them. I'm also going to have her email, um, up here for us and our email. Yeah. And ours as well. Um, and, and so communicate with us, but if you have any questions also, maybe that you'd like to see her address, um, here on the one at five, we'd like to have her back as a reoccurring guest. So, uh, yeah. Adam. Did- yeah. So w- one last thing, Holly, before we yeah. go, I really wanted to touch on this June, the month that we're currently in yes. midway through now it's the 16th yes. is family trails month. And there's a couple of things going on with that that I wanted you to let everyone know about. Could you? So the rest of the story, right? So um, you went out to the fairgrounds, (laughs) and there's this wonderful setup out there. The um, Community Hustlers 4-H Club wrote for a grant through the Montana 4-H Foundation. They received funding to set up this bike rodeo. So if you go out to the fairgrounds um, next to the, the airstrip where the runway's at, um, you'll see the orange and white cones out there. You can't miss it. People have been calling saying, well, where's it at? And I'm like, drive out to the fairgrounds. You can see it. <laughs> it pretty obvious. It right? is. Yes, okay. it is. So, um, so that 4-H club is working with Healthy Harden, um, the Healthy Harden Coalition. And uh, with MSU Extension, it's a long story. I'll try to be quick. Um, I wrote for a grant. I got a grant. The grant funded, uh, I had a a steering committee that we set up. We picked a project. Our project was to promote the walking trails in in Hardin. Awesome. And so there's a nice little trail brochure that has all of the walking trails marked on a map that has been wonderfully done by Britt Eben. Um, These brochures are in a mailbox that is attached next to the trail marked marking signs, which are in the parking lot of the community center where the um, big Welcome to Harden sign is over by the swimming pool. Um, There's one at the fairgrounds next to the walking trail at the fairgrounds, and there's one in our parking lot at the extension office um, in the little, in the Bighorn Senior Center complex um, along the, on the fence there. 317 North Custer. Yes, thank you. We'll have that up for everybody to see. And then there's one at Homestead um, uh, Inn or Homestead Suite, whatever the new hotel, the hotel. is. Yes. Super yeah, yeah. So all of those, there's four trail signs that were created. Um, if you walk all four of those trail signs in the month of June, from June 6th to July 6th, and post your picture on MSU's, MSU Bighorn County's um, Facebook page, mm. Um, with those mark, trail marker signs, you'll be entered into the grand prize drawing. Which you get what? We don't know yet. Oh, we it all so it yet. could be a car no, or shoes, probably not. but it could be <laughs> hiking probably shoes. more related to uh, cloths, yeah. home sewn mask. Yeah, video. Games. It could be. You never know. You never know what it could be. <laughs> okay. But, um, through through partnerships with a lot of different organizations, we were able to do that. Um, it started out as a trail publicity to kind of advertise the trails that are in town. Um, It turned into the bike rodeo with the 4-H club wanting and needing a venue to do that with. And um, through the social distancing, instead of doing it in one day, we decided we would make it the whole month. And if you complete the bike trail or the bike rodeo obstacle course 
and um, come into the extension office on Monday or Friday only from 9 to 12. Oh. Um, you come into the extension office, each person that completes that uh, bike rodeo uh, course will get a free bike helmet. This I know from yes. personal experience. Your family was the first family so to do it. That's the end of the Whoa. story that started yes. at the beginning. That's why your whole family um, was wearing bike helmets at dinner when I came over a couple This of episode, <laughs> yes. No, that was a different reason. <laughs> and that's for another time, my friend. <laughs> that's a different story. But yeah, so that's interesting because... We must have stopped in on a Monday then. You stopped in on the very first Monday that it happened. And okay. I was in shock that somebody came in that soon. Oh. So it was awesome that you guys did that. So, yeah. It was totally early. coincidence that we ended up there on a Monday, though. Because wow. we were just like, hey, we just did this. We should go over and get the helmet. So yeah. that was really nice. And my kids were really stoked. Mm -hmm. My kids also got something from you, which was really nice. It was a shoot from a plant to be able to plant our own. <laughs> what was that plant? I have no idea. I'm not a horticulture person. Okay. That's Molly. So, so you if you want so, a plant so as well. It's Holly Masters and no. Molly Masters and, and Holly, Holly Minor. It's been very, in my head. It's, it's backwards. <laughs> Does that happen when yes, we people get are talking? Yes, we get called Holly and Molly. and Or somebody will call and you can't understand them on the phone. <laughs> and they'll say, do you want the ag agent or do you want the FCS agent? And a lot of people don't know what FCS means. It's okay. family and consumer science. Mm. So it's the human side more than the animal and the agriculture yeah. side. Oh, this is perfect having you on. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, so I haven't even... I haven't even touched on all the things that I do on the family consumer science side. So we'll have to do this again. We should definitely Please. have you back on and have you chat about... And you can bring FCS. That's family consumer science side of MSU Extension. Um, so also get out, do the trails. Yes. yes. Take your pictures. Uh, do the bike rodeo. It's fun for the kids. We videoed ours. Um, we got helmets. That was amazing. My wife didn't have a helmet, so that yes. was really, yes. really yes. nice for her. Um, and everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of The One in Five. We thank Holly Minor, not Molly Masters. We thank Holly Minor for being our guest today. We'll have her back on. Abel, tell them how they can get a hold of us. All right, so the podcast, uh, we, if you want to email us uh, with questions, perhaps you'd like to be a guest. Um, we're all about whole health in a rural and uh, pioneer context of uh, way of life. So you can contact us at the one, number one, in five, number five, podcast at iCloud. Com. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, again, if you have any questions for our guests, put those on and maybe we'll even read them. Uh, Adam and I are going to begin to read letters that uh, we get from from our audience. And um, I'm actually going to make most of mine up. Some of them so, are going to be true. Some of them are yeah, not going to be true. We'll let true. you decide. So 
uh, one letter that I'll read to you right now. Dear Abel, you're awesome. Um, you're better than Adam. Thank you. So I just thought that that was a great letter. Adam, did you have a letter? Dear Adam, you also are awesome and better than Abel. <laughs> but Holly is better than both of you. Oh. You so got, I got a different one. They, you know, they yeah. thought Holly was, was, they wanted more Holly. So Everybody, I hope you have a rural, healthy day. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>